0: He's sold brother number 1 in Africa, he's sold brother number 1 in South America, he's sold brother number 1. He's universally known as sold brother number 1, James Brown, Jane Brown. He's sold brother number 1. He's universally known as sold brother number 1. Ladies and gentlemen, sold
1: Hey, hey, hey! Oh, baby! What a way to kick off the morning. Welcome, everybody, to an all-new down sports here at Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and now Anthem, which you will be able to get today if I do it right. Archer, excuse me, Archer, if I can do it right today, will be on Spotify for the first time ever. Yeah, let's hear it. Clap it up. Yeah, 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 that's right, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much. All the applause are amazing, especially when I put them in myself. It makes it awesome. Um, It is the end of May. The month of May is over. Um, We're getting uh, ready and uh, preparing for June. June is the month of Reed. Uh, It's my birthday month. Normally, in the past, I don't do shows in June uh, because I'm gearing up for vacation. So... This June, though, is going to be different, uh, because for the first time ever, the Downright Sports YouTube show is going live. It will be live. There will be a later version edited on Facebook, and if it goes right, we'll continue doing it. And if not, we'll cancel it. But it's going to go live on uh, IG and Facebook, and hopefully YouTube. Uh, we're still practicing to figure out how to get the kinks out. So a little inside baseball there, just, you know... I'll give you guys some foresight. We don't, as podcasters, just don't wake up and go, poof, hit the power button, let's go. You know what I mean? It's more, um, it's a little more professional, especially on my side of things, uh, than uh, you may think. I put a lot of effort and thought into what I say into this can, you feel me? And today is going to be that day. Trust me. Um, we're probably going to use the last segment to touch on with everything that's been going on in the world. And it took a lot. For me to decide whether or not I would uh, talk about it, but I think it's—I think it would be wrong if I did it. Uh, you can't run and you can't hide from uh, the events of the world. You can't run and you can't hide from things that are come that come to your door. And uh, I'll touch on some of that at the end of the show, but. To kick it off, the show is a sports show, so we're going to talk sports today to start the show off, and if you've been paying attention, uh, sports is trying to come back. Uh, It's like trying to jumpstart an old car right now, so little by little, you're getting little tinklets, your trinklets, you're getting... um, NASCAR you're getting golf you're getting UFC you're getting soccer on the other side of the world um, so you're getting little stuff but people want baseball they want basketball they want they want the sports that they know and love they want to see the athletes they know and love they want to see the they want to see teams they want to see exciting events they want to see stuff that they are used to custom watching. The NBA is trying and probably going to make an announcement Wednesday on making the step to come back. The idea is probably do like a 22-team playoff or uh, 22-team. They're going to play in Orlando, Florida at the Disney Complex, which can house like the entire world apparently. And they're going to have, the idea right now is to have like 22 teams show up. The issue is, apparently, NBA players only get paid for the regular season game. And I guess playoff games are bonuses. I don't understand how you can't just cut the check no matter what. Like, these semantics is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Just cut the check. And that's the same thing. I'm going to jump on baseball, too. But in the case of the NBA, the season got cut short. This thing's happened. Whatever check you want to give them for the regular season, just give it to them. The season was almost over anyway. Just pay up. Cut the check. Just pay up. All right? And let's move on. Now, as far as this trying to find a way for everybody to eat and make everybody happy, you're not. And let's just get over that. If, you know, this foolishness of, you know, everybody should get orange slices of participation trophies is an embarrassment to... The league, in my opinion, because what are you telling... So, let's take a look here. I'm not going to care. The Knicks, trash. Detroit's, trash. Atlanta's, trash. And Cleveland's, trash. Cleveland's uh, one of the worst records in all of basketball. Golden State actually has the worst record, but you know what I mean. So, what the hell should they be rewarded for? Like, what are they playing for? Like, what would honestly be the point in having a game with Minnesota versus Golden State, or Cleveland versus Atlanta. Those games matter at all. They don't matter. So why not, if you want to, you take teams 1 through 10. I give you that. You just go teams 1 through 10, you're in. And then the bottom teams, you figure out how to weigh to took take a fluffle, you give like the top two teams a buy or something like that, and everybody else just plays, and you make it work. But this this force of trying to figure out how to compensate. You know, you should have had a better season. Your season was done anyway. The NBA season finished in March when they suspended the league. Guess what? Uh, Golden State wasn't going to go on a run. They weren't going to go on a forty game run. They ain't have but like two weeks left of the season anyway. Uh, same for the other teams at the bottom. So if you at the bottom, you just ain't in. If you are 12 or lower, you're not in. And and trying to make them feel, you know, and just pay them. Just just pay them the last few. Just pay them. Just give them their money and pay them. Now, the other thing I don't understand is why they need to start it in July. They took off in March. It's May. So, they missed a few weeks, right? LeBron wants to take a break every other day anyway. So, why, you you know, you come back second week of June... You, you take two weeks, they run a few scrimmages, um, and they're ready to go. These guys is working out every day anyway. These ain't no fat slobs sitting at home gaming, eating um, hot fries. These are the top athletes in the world. These guys are ready. They are built. They got a trainer on Zoom, if not in the house, going to work, making sure these guys are staying in tip-top condition. Some of these guys have basketball gyms. They've been playing five on five since this has ended, and so don't give me this. They need until Joel, the middle of Joel. This is the NBA's attempt, and don't don't. This is the NBA using the the virus to do the the foolishness they they were trying to do anyway, and that's see what ratings look like late in the summer because they want the season to extend to August. They were trying to come up with some foolishness like that where the NBA Finals is until August. We don't need basketball until August. We need basketball to end in June like it's been ended. Hell, it'll in May for all I care. But it, it, it's it's the craziest thing I've ever, I, I, I mean, it's not the craziest thing because the coronavirus is the craziest thing, but the NBA right now, the season should resume June 20th. You can start with the playoff, play in playoffs, and the season, honestly, guy, can be done by the end of July, if you want. That's my two cents on it. Now, as far as what baseball's got going on, somebody needs to pull the commissioner to the side and somebody needs to pull the players' union rep to the side and just start slapping the piss out of them. And yeah, I said it. Because this is ridiculous on the fact that these guys can't figure out how to get a sport going that's been played. It's it's one of the oldest sports in America, if not the oldest sport in America. And I got to sit and listen to a bunch of players complain that um, they may not get, they, they, you know, they oh, man, I got to take a pay cut? Bruh, you got a lot of people sitting at home right now that took very big pay cuts on a scale of what you consider a pay cut. You feel me? And think about it like this. The owners are going to take a pay cut because they don't have their, the owners make up a lot of their money from, from ticket sales. And unless you play in Tampa, ticket sales matter to a lot of the teams. Tampa and Miami, where you basically just play in an open stadium. But a lot of other places, ticket sales matter. Ticket sales matter in the Bronx. Ticket sales matter in Detroit. Ticket sales matter in Milwaukee. If they ain't got no bratwurst to sell, what does, you know, think about it like this, baseball players. And it hit me, and I'm glad it hit me. It just hit me. You're complaining that you got to take a pay cut? Well, let me do you one better. The guy who sweeps up after the game, the lady who hands out beer during the game, the parking attendants that take the VIP cars, the, um, the security guards that, that make sure no crazy person runs on the field and dry humps you. What kind of pay cut you think they're taking? Because they won't have, they don't have jobs right now. Because you guys are sitting at home in a very large house, mind you. Trying to figure out, mm, man, I'm taking a I'm taking a hit. And I promise you, if we all got inside baseball, no pun intended, on the the amount of money that these guys are losing, it, it, it ain't that much. And not to mention, God willing, if there's a season next year, you can make the money back next year. And if you don't, guess what? You weren't that good anyway. It's just what it is. Raw aggression Brent Reed is back And I'm tired of listening to people's crap (laughs) You know what I'm saying Like don't sit and tell me when you got people Out here honestly Trying to find work And you got work But you telling me You can't take a couple thousand dollars less Now if I take a thousand dollars less In my paycheck I'm broke You take a thousand dollars less You still rich You still in the top 1% you go find me a pro baseball player that make what I make. I shut up. I shut up. I go, yo. You right. You should sit at home. But don't you sit and tell me you can't play for uh, four million dollars for uh, two months. Get the frick out of here. In the mortal words of Nathan Harris, get the frick out of here. Some of us won't even. Come close to making that money in our lifetime, not even close. And even if you're a player who makes the league minimum, say you make around five, you make a half a mil. You're still making a half a million dollars to play a couple, to play a a a, a child's game. You're not going to work in a coal mine. You're not going to war. You're not doing surgery. You're playing baseball, and the money's guaranteed. Come on. Get it together. Baseball, we need you. Get it together. People need right now more than ever. People need sweet release. And quite frankly right now, baseball, I feel like you're just so there's so much that needs to be done with baseball. And I think next week's show is going to be me playing commissioner and I'm going to spend the entire show cleaning up the world of baseball if I was commissioner. I'm writing it down now. Next week, me as commissioner of baseball, I spell of wrong, and I spell commissioner wrong, but I don't know what I'm talking about, (laughs) and that's what next week's show is going to be about, so spoiler alert, next week's show is going to be me uh, playing commissioner, alright, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little, we're going to talk some NFL, uh, some money, and uh, today's music, you got my man James Brown, let's kick the show off, what a way to kick them show off, I should kick every show off with James Brown, uh, Public Enemy, more James Brown, We're going to end it up with a little Snoop and Dre, if you are not a fan of hip-hop today, I recommend you don't listen to the show, or just fast forward to the music, Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we'll be right back, Downright Sports.
0: Have you forgotten that once we were brought here, we were robbed of our name? Robbed of our language, we lost our religion, our culture, our God, and many of us, by the way we act, we even lost our minds. Here it is, bam, and you say, "God damn, this is the dope jam." But let's define the term called dope, and you think it means funky? Now, no. Here is a true tale: why the ones that deal, all the ones that fail. Yeah, yeah. you can move if you wanna move. What it groove? It's here like the groove. The problem is this. We gotta fix it, check out the justice And how they run it Selling, smelling, sniffing, riffing, And brothers trying to get swift in Selling their own, rob a home While some shrivelable Like comatose walking around Please don't confuse this with the sound I'm talking about Face, wait face Together too. The bells of those that boost the dose of lack of lack and those that sell the black. Shame on the brother when they dealing. The same block where my 98 be wheeling. And everybody know another kilo from a corner from my brother. Keep another below and stop illing and killing. Stop drilling. Yo, black yo. We Four, five o'clock in the morning. Wait a minute, y'all. The bees are feeding day to day to the day. They say no other way. The stuff is way, really man. bad. I'm talking about hey. best, best He know a brother that stayed all day in his jeep. And at night he went to sleep. And in the morning, all he had was sneakers on his feet. The culprit used to jam and rock the mic. Yo, he stripped the jeep to fill his pipes. And wander around to find a place where they rock to a different kind of. Come on, y'all. Hold it now, wait. wait a Yo, run it back. Suck the dash is a meal for kids
2: that make cash. Selling drugs to the brother man instead of the other man. Brother than sister. I'm talk about.
0: Why is
1: All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, A little public enemy for you. My phone's done. Um, So, football news. uh, Oh, first of all, UFC news. Amanda Nunez is fighting next week. Word man here's the bad mama jama. She gets it in. She get <laughs> she puts in the work. <laughs> if I may say she puts in the work. She's uh she's clearly my favorite fighter next to uh Connor McGregor. Uh check it out. So the Kansas City Chiefs apparently have a decision to make. They uh need to see if they need to break off Patrick Mahomes a little bit of bread. Uh I don't see why now is the time to pay him, and I don't understand, you know, this need that you know once a guy has a great season, we, we need to just start um giving them money. It, it doesn't make sense to me. If he's on the contract, let him play in the contract. So they're you know potentially looking to give him like the biggest contract ever. Uh, $180 million extension, uh, which would make him the richest quarterback. Does he deserve the money? Yes. He deserves it tenfold. Um, just to give you an idea, on July 22nd, the Chiefs signed Patrick Mahomes to a fully guaranteed four-year, $16.42 uh, million contract, including a $10 million signing bonus. This is a pretty good change. Um, he's coming up on his... Fourth year, if I'm not mistaken. How much did I say? So sixteen. So he's making roughly around four million dollars a year, probably after taxes and everything. Really making around two million. So, in the scheme of it, USA is on the page. So his extension is coming up next year, but with extensions in football, it always comes down like an extension. Like if a player gets an extension in the NFL. It doesn't mean like, yay, I got an extension now. No, it could be no, because normally what happens is a player gets, one player gets a chunk of the bulk of the money, and then uh, you got to put together the team with uh, spit and bubble gum. If I'm Patrick Mahomes, I'm taking a lesson from Tom Brady. Um, put that money back into the team. You're going to make your money, Patrick. If you're listening to me, you're if you keep playing the way you're playing, you're going to make the money. You're gonna make the money tenfold. You're gonna make the money in endorsements. You're gonna make the money in um, bonuses. You're, they'll find a way to, br- to, to to break you off that bread. Trust and believe. <clears throat> Excuse me. There are very few quarterbacks that are walking around looking for looking for money. You feel me? But learn from other guys. Learn from um, the Matt Stafford's of the world or different quarterbacks who took a large sum of money, and then they couldn't do nothing. They couldn't find a way to keep the team together or even put together a team around you. And <clears throat> you got other players on that team that are really good. Tyreek Hill, uh, the court, the tight end, um, your defense. You're going to want that money spread like butter. And I almost, the kid is so smart, he may do that. But at the same time, somebody offers you a 100 An eighty million dollar extension is probably going to be for like five years. That's if you spend if you're you're smart. That's generational changing money. Like that's money where you 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 could blow ten to twenty million dollars and still be all right. Like you literally could just like show up, buy a peacock. With a with, you could buy a, a giraffe and give the, the giraffe a pet peacock, and just be like, yeah, this is uh, Jeffrey and Francis, <laughs> and be like you bought that. Yeah, I bought that. You can afford that? I think so. Like that's the type of money that makes you just go holy boses Now, uh, of course, my screen Dak Prescott has not signed his ex- uh, exclusive franchise tag, so here's a guy that does he deserve... He should be playing at his car. Now, Patrick Mahomes deserves to get paid. Dak Prescott deserves to continue playing and seeing if he earned his money yet. Because yet, he has... I mean, let's be real. How much is that offense because of Ezekiel Elliott? You know what I'm saying? I think we need to find out. We need to find out. You know, but um, back to Patrick Mahomes. <clears throat> I'm not going to tell... I feel bad to him, saying... You shouldn't look to get that paper. i me tell you right now, I already got my Super Bowl ring. <laughs> Somebody comes to me and is like, yo, bro, we give you $180 million for five years. Tell me where to sign. We'll figure out the particulars of the team later. But right now, I got a spaceship I'm trying to pay for. You know what I'm saying? So I think, uh, you know, but it's a lot to it. If maybe you what you do is you take an extension, but you take it for less money or you, you get the money on the back end. So like, cause you can, you negotiate it that way. Like well, you don't get all the money up front. So like, say you take the 180 mil, but you're like, yo, give me that money on the back end. So we got enough money up front to take care of, you know, the team now, then you know you can do that. The team doesn't like that because they take a hit later, but you know, it's not your job to really care about the finances of the front office, it's your job to care about your finances of your pockets, but to keep winning at the same time. And you know, unless you're a basketball or a baseball player, it don't happen in football where you got a bunch of max contracts sitting all over the place. Um, anyway, when we come back. The show's going to get a little, little heavy. So if you don't want to get heavy, end the segment now, <laughs> and um, we'll see you guys next week. For the rest of you that wants to tune in. Uh yeah, seatbelts. belts. We'll be right back down at sports. Uh, put your pants, uh, Go little James Brown, uh, to kind of round out the day. Um, he came out with that song in the '70s um, when the civil rights movement was at its heaviest, and um, no, no man in probably in, in, in the last twenty in, in the twentieth century, from a entertainer standpoint, might have done more in the. The the story I'm looking for the fight for black equality. James looked at it differently than a lot of people. Um, he was very conservative in a lot of ways, and even supported Richard Nixon, which I had no, I have no problem with because I've said this time and time again as an American. What makes our country great is you have the ability to choose what you want. I'll say that again. You have the ability to choose what you want. You have the ability to choose you want a Big Mac over a Whopper. You have the ability to choose you want a Ford over a Chevy. You have the ability to choose I want to live in an apartment versus a house. You have the ability to choose I. you could go to your job and request I would like to work nights versus working days. That's what makes this country great. There's places in the world you can't do that. There's places in the world You're told when time you work You're told what you eat And you're told how much you can eat The one thing you can't choose In this country, unfortunately Is the race that you're born into uh, From the day the doctor brings you out the operating room You're either black or you're white Or Hispanic or Asian um, In some cases, in more than ever befo- than before They're in a lot more mixed Um, Families, which is a good thing It cuts down on a lot of the problems at hand 2020 (laughs) has started off Probably worse than some of the years uh, uh, Worst decades and years past uh, With corona crippling us And forcing us to stay home And stay you know, you, you learn what was important. And then now with another um, black man being killed by the hands of the people who swear in to protect and serve. Um, the man's name was George Floyd, who was killed by a Minneapolis police officer. The country has decided that they've had enough, that whether, for whatever reasons they're deciding, they've decided that they're tired of seeing it, and it's happened, in the last 10 years, it's happened way too frequently, I will say that, it's happened way too frequently in the last 10, in the last 10 years, and um, I'm 34, I'll be 34 in June, and... I've said it. I've been pulled over by the police multiple times and I've been fortunate to be able to go home. And every time a cop pulled me over, you get nervous. You really do. I don't know if others out there feel the same way, but I know for the majority of black men out there, it's, it's the most nerve-wracking experience ever. You if you if you don't know what it's like to have anxiety, I like I'll describe it to you. You see the lights. You pull to the side. You see them get out the car, and everything in you, even though you've done everything right, everything in you, you just, you just, you just don't know what to do, and you, honest to God, don't know how the scenario is going to play out. And I've been fortunate where the scenario plays out, I've gotten to go home, but there are others who don't get this fortune. Now, there've been there are different cases. Every case is different. You had scenarios where people get pulled over; they don't know how to, you know, just shut up. <laughs> they just start mouthing off. Would you pull me over for And then the cop's like, "All right, you know, enough's enough." You get what I'm saying. Um, you get some scenarios where a person doesn't say anything, and the cop is just, you know, "I'm here to harass you." When I was growing up, you were told from... And you can watch a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episode if you need to know if this is true. You were told from the time you were a kid how to react with the police. Funny thing is, I grew up wanting to be a police officer. And I still do some days. Um, My Uncle Clifford, my Uncle Raymond... I mean, excuse me, my Uncle Clifford, my Uncle Wayne, my cousin Michael... Um, I have another cousin. I think Gregory were all po- all are police officers, retired, passed away, whatever. or were, were cops, proud cops, black cops. Um, my mother, my aunt, um, my my uncle. They served as correction officers. Uh, law enforcement in my family is heavy, and um. It's something that I've always looked at with respect. I saw the I saw the badge, I saw the uniform, and I always respected it. Uh, I thought it was the coolest thing on earth. Um, even to the point where, like, my favorite movies at some point were all like police movies. I was I just thought these are just cool. These are just awesome. You get a little older, and I still wanted to be a cop. But I just never pulled the trigger, and it's not because of the stuff that's going on. Because it's other stuff. Now that I kind of sit back, I regret not being a cop because I feel like I could have, I could be the change, or I could have been the change that the police force needs. The reason why young black men keep getting killed or people of color, young black men, I'm not going, on. kids used to get killed by, you know, beat up by police officers, but, hold on, uh, I had a technical issue, hello, 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 all right, we're back, I believe we're back, yeah, there we go, uh, we had technical issues, uh, the devil is a liar, doesn't want me to talk, uh, <laughs> the thing was, the guys were from, the cops were from the community, and they knew the kids in the community. They knew the people in the community. They knew, they knew the, the, the They were trained by people from that community. A beat cop used to walk walk their community. The reason being was because police officers were designed to protect and serve. And then if you like cop my uncles would tell me they knew all the drug addicts, they knew all the thieves. They knew all the crooks. They would arrest the same people almost every week. And people who didn't do any wrong, you knew. You knew this little kid was a high school student, was getting straight A's. You knew he did nothing wrong. You knew who his grandmother was. And that goes on and on. Where that still resides. Is more in the South because it's a smaller community. So they know each other more and more. The other issue that the police departments across the country face is this. They they hire a lot of military guys. I've been told by multiple guys who have served in the military that becoming a cop is the worst decision you can make. Because when you're serving in the military, you're trained to kill. And you're supposed to be trained to kill. If not, then you are die. Like, <laughs> so here you bring a guy who is in the war, who might have been shot at, who may have watched a friend die, or you know what I'm saying? Like, I've had, I've had a close friend tell me he almost had to kill a kid because the kid was bringing a loaf of bread, and he was like, "Yo, that bread can have a bomb in it." So now you bring those guys here, and you say, "We want you to become a cop." And we want you to take that training that you learned in the military and apply it to the police force. The police force and the military are not supposed to be one and the same. So you're taking a guy who's already turned up to 100 and you put him in a place that's not a war zone, but he's still turned up to 100. And when he feels like he he feels he may be in danger, his first reaction is to kill. He's trained to kill. He kills by he kills. He kills in his sleep so there's a you know what i mean there's a lot that's why in new york they actually like you to have your they want you to have uh they want you to take uh psychology in new york police new york police force hands down they're like yo we want you to take psychology you would think new york is where you would hear most of the stuff at but you don't you hear it in other places because in new york it's like they, they they pay more attention they pay these cops a lot and new york can't afford to be just having kids get gunned down now don't get me wrong The biggest, when I was a kid, we had Amadou Diablo, the guy, got shot 45 times. That made zero sense. He was a cab driver coming home. The cops stopped, and they shot him 45 times. And he had a wallet in his hand. Anybody knows, you can shoot a person once, and that's enough for them to stop. And if you 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 can find a way to defend being shot at 45 times, you need to think about life over again. So... What we've seen is people say they have had enough. This is enough's enough. And to some degree, to a lot of degrees, I I concur enough is enough. I I don't know if I can keep going on waking up in the morning hearing about a cop killing another black person. And this video of them saying, I can't breathe. If a guy's in handcuffs, he shows no threat. And anybody that tries to justify that they do show a threat, you need to, you really need to rethink yourself. Once you're in cuffs, and if you've never been in handcuffs before, I have, you're detained. Unless you're the Incredible Hulk or Bruce Lee, you're detained. You're pretty much detained. And you're pretty much, you're done. You know what I'm saying? Not to mention, there are other measures as a cop that you could take to where you don't have to put your knee on a guy's neck that's already laying on the ground. Now, from what I understand is this all happened because of a counterfeit $20 bill that he might not even know was fake, which makes this even worse. So, if you're waking up and you're seeing a bunch, you know, and now here's where, I now have to talk to my um, my people, m- black people, and here's where I have to have a conversation with you guys. You want to protest? You want to you want to fight for change? Here's how you do it: you organize, you protest, you vote. You say what you want to say, but you vote. But you vote for the right people. Not to mention, you want the change. You 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 motivate the kids. You motivate the, the young ones not to be rappers, no disrespect, not to be the next LeBron, no disrespect, not to be the next Warren Sapp or whatever court, wide receiver, no disrespect. You motivate them to become the next police officer, the next lawyer, the next uh, uh, senator, the next congressperson. Why? Because that's the power. They control the law, which in hands will make you control the law, which change begins You motivate them to take care of their own community. You, 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 we get away from things that are distracting and we put the, we put the community first. Basically, when you decide that you're going to riot and tear down your neighborhood, all you've done is sped up gentrification. Because I can tell you right now, the businesses and the people that are going to move into that community is not going to be black. And you've lost You've lost your community, you've lost your way of life, and you've lost the ultimate battle. And the cycle continues. The cycle must stop first with education, first with knowledge, first with history. You gotta know history. If you know the history, you know all this stuff. You knew this was you know this was gonna you should not be surprised, but isn't anybody that wakes up and wakes up and goes, I'm surprised you're you're wrong. Because the police force is still 85 percent white, and why is that? Because you tell you, you tell young black kids snitching is wrong, being a cop is lame. You say stupid stuff like that, and then when something bad happens, who do you who do you go to complain to? That's what I want to ask you people. When you for all of you that go, you know, snitching is wrong. I don't want to be no cop. You know, then who do you go to complain to? Who has your back? You got to have somebody that has, you got to have juice to make, to make change. You got to have an orange to make orange juice. You got to learn how, you got to learn how the system works. And you, in in order to, to, to make change, you got to find a way to control the system. Pay attention. I'm going to wrap it up here. Pay attention to those who, you know, want, um, a, a global, um, medical system. Or global educational system like somebody like AOC, I may not agree with her views, but she ran, she won, and now she can make her voice is one of the loudest because she makes sure she's loud. You, could, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Musicians used to make the change; they don't anymore because money has changed all that. They pay these guys enough where they can just sit in their house and forget what the hell's going on. It, now you got NBA players that are standing at the forefront. But to make the true change, it comes from you got to put people in power to make that change. You got to vote. It starts in November. You got to vote. Because if not, it just keeps going. Black people, the reason why they fought for voting so hard, because they got sick and tired of trying to vote in Jim Crow South and be turned away for little stuff. Little stuff. Do you know there was laws that stopped people from voting? Because uh, uh, of, of, of of it was the wrong time of the day. They would just pick anything. They just pick anything. They would give them pieces of paper. Read this. And if they couldn't read it the right way. They couldn't vote. They stopped women from voting for many years. Because they were afraid of change. Women fought for that right to vote. They got their right to vote. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And here's the crazy part. The only reason why they wanted women to vote was to vote against the civil rights movement and stop that. And women did the complete opposite. They went with it. They voted for the change because they knew what it was like to be oppressed. So, if we're sick and tired of seeing this, you have to... You have to. Stop burning down your own community. If <laughs> you're going to burn down something. Go burn down somebody else's house. But don't burn down your own house. Don't run into a Target and steal a TV. And think this is change. It's not change. That's you playing into their hand. Oh they you go them animals again. That's what animals do. When animals don't get their way. They tear stuff up. My dogs go through the trash. You know what I do? I whoop their ass. And they don't tear through the trash no more. <laughs> Develop. Change. Um, teach. It starts in school. School is cool. It was boring as hell, but it's cool. You learn a lot, and you learn history. Stop saying history is boring. Because if you if you really knew history, you would know we're repeating stuff that happened 40, and 50, 60 years ago. But if you paid attention then, it wouldn't happen now. Pay attention. That goes to everything. It goes to our environment it goes to people's right to to live it goes to people's right to 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 have choice i started this saying that in america the good thing is we have choice we have the ability to choose but the only thing we can't choose is our our our, our race and for those of you to say it's 2020 and for this to still happen in 2020 i'll do the math for you the, the civil rights movement uh, uh, the Civil Rights Bill Was passed in 1964 Alright For those of you In in history terms Getting there, sorry guys I typed that all wrong Give me a second The old brain worked the way it used to Okay, kids, That's only 56 years ago This is younger than my dad My dad would be 60 this year In the case of history, that ain't no time The car is older than that the plane is older than that you feel what I'm saying to you that's 50 only 56 years the civil a bill was placed that had to tell other people that it is okay for me to use the same bathroom as my friend Joe who's white or it's okay for us to sit on the bus in the same seat or it's okay for me to date my girlfriend Allie. that was passed 56 years ago I'm be thir- I'm 34. For me that's only 22 year difference. So don't think because you your entire lifetime you've been privy to to seeing black and white people on TV together that this is normal. It wasn't that long ago. I remember when it was still taboo to have an interracial there was a movie called Jungle Fever that came out in the 90s. Yeah, kids, in the 90s because it was taboo. Still Still, so you wake up. The shit ain't the same. This ain't nothing new. Which you, the thing is, you need to know. You need to know your history. Number one, you need to know your history. And then what you need, and which everybody needs to remember, is everybody at the end of the day, when when they call your name and it, they they punch your clock and your time is up, when your battery runs out in this phone and there ain't no more upgrades. When they put you in the ground, guess what? We all decompose the same. We all bleed red. And all our bones are white. <laughs> at the end of the night, all the bones is white. So we're all the same at the end of the day. Yeah, we're like dogs. We all may have a little different spots, but we're the same animal. And we need to respect the fact that we are all the same animal. You don't have to like a person. If you dislike a person because they're just an a-hole, God bless them. But you should not be walking around disliking a person because they're white, black, or whatever. And until that conversation is had, it won't change. Fear is an ugly thing. And fear causes a lot of problems. But we all, somebody eventually must stop yelling and start listening. And it doesn't matter who it starts with. It just has to start. And we'll, then we'll see what happens. In any case, uh, we'll be back next week. Promise the show won't be as heavy unless something else crazy happens. But I felt it was important to touch on this, and I felt it was important for me to take up most of the show to touch on this because I, I, I have a voice. I have this radio. I have this, this podcast. I have a voice, and I am allowed to speak it. And until somebody takes it away from me, I am gonna speak it. And I am, you know, that's how I feel. I uh, think subscribe today. Apple Podcast SoundCloud and now at Archer Author. What the hell is it called? <laughs> what is it called? Um Author. Um, which will hopefully, if I'm done right, will be on Spotify. Whoop, whoop. And um you the downright sports YouTube show will return uh June seventh. I normally write this script down, but uh June. 10th is actually when we're going to return. Um, I could return this Wednesday if I wanted to, unless that's what I wrote down. The show's coming back sometime soon. Just be on the lookout and we're going live. All right. Um, Thank you all for listening. Uh, um, You guys be safe out there. Uh, Wear your mask and uh, respect. Remember, love is always the key. Love is always the key. Deuces. All of you Africans, all
2: of you Africans that know where that's working for other people. Y'all need to open your own business. Save your money, quit paying motherfuckers for Jerry Girls, quit paying motherfuckers for primes. Save your money, Stop your own business. we what are going to work. This is our new This is our here. This is
3: Right. Wake up, jumped out my bed. I'm in a two man cell with my homie, little half dead. Murder was the case that they gave me. Dear God, I wonder can you save me? I'm only 18, so I'm a young fuck. It's a ride if I don't scrap, I'm getting stuck. But that's the life of a G, I guess. SA's way deep, Shank, two on the chest. Best run, cause brothers is dropping quicker. Oh, uh, too late, damn, down goes another nigga. Bouncing off the walls, throwin' them dogs, getting it rep as a young hog. It ain't nothing like the street life You better be scrapped with your shank, cause ain't no fist fight. So I guess I got to handle mine. Since I did the crime, I got to do my time.
2: What you wanna see? I am what they came
3: to find Little ghetto boy, playing in the ghetto street What you gonna do when you grow up
0: and have to face responsibility? Now I'm holding the dub, sitting on swole. 27 years old, up for parole, strong I'm back up on my feet with my mind on the money that I'll be making soon as I touch them streets Things done changed on this side Remember they used to thump, but now they blast, right? But it ain't no thing to me Cause now I'm what they call a loath-ass OG The little homies from the hood with grip All the ones I get with cause I'm down the set trip Nigga, I'm bigger than you, so what you wanna do? Didn't know we had a 22 Straight sitting behind his back, I grabbed his pockets and then I heard six caps. I fell to the ground with blood on my hands. I didn't understand how a nigga so young could bust a cap. I used to be the same way back. I guess that's what I get for trying to jack the little homies for their grip. Me learn like many things from what to see, from these people I come up when I come to be little
3: ghetto boy. For the real OGs to get wet. Some facts made, I made. Now you running, but I'm played like every single day. Really though, you know me, I'm the smooth and gaming them for my home No need in being calm if you pack, right? And learning just enough to keep your sack, right? Late nights, I wonder what they getting for. Early morning on the corners what they hitting for. Seven young G's, but they served down In the G G-Ride, side where they swerve now Not thinking about what's really going on Got crept on, stepped on, now they gone I spent four years in the county With none but convicts around me But now I'm back at the pound and we exposed Ways for the youth to survive Some think it's wrong, but we tend to think it's right So make all them ends you can make Cause when you broke, you break Check it out so ain't no need for your mama to trip Cause you's a hustlin' ass youngster Clock in your grill. you see. My life will to me.